Earbuds, Melbourne's podcast network. Earbudsnetwork.com. Welcome to Punta Vista Socialist Club, episode 17. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm joined, as usual, by Theo. G'day. And uh, we have with us today's guest, uh, Jesse Farrar, author and co-host of the Your Kickstarter Sucks podcast. How you doing, Jesse? Hello, boys. Uh, pleasure to be on the program. Uh, I'm doing very well. Watching a little bit of American football, as we alluded to uh, before we uh, got started recording here, so... Anytime you see me turn to uh, my left, I'm checking. I'm checking the score of the Los Angeles Rams and the highly offensive Washington sports team, uh, whose name we shall not say. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying not to say that. I try not to say that. My wife. Um, my wife is a school teacher, and uh, they have a. Ca- they have a. Ca- I don't understand. I don't. Don't ask me what the purpose of this is. Uh, but there's a cowboy day coming up at the school so she's hmm. she's dressing up those kids are dressing it's like a homecoming type i don't know if you have homecoming there um homecoming here is where um and stop me if this is uh, too pedantic or if i'm treating you <laughs> like children which you're not um i can tell by looking at you on the screen um homecoming is where a, a the the home school football team will schedule um a, a either a a close competitor or a cream puff, like a not very good team so they can get the win and feel good, have a lot of school pride. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then around that week, there's generally a lot of silly stuff. There's, you know, there's like little parties in the classes. There's dress up days. Um, There's all kinds of fun stuff like that. So there's a cowboy day coming up and my wife came home from the department store today with some, um, some native American garb. And, Mm. uh, Mm. and I, I didn't know. I didn't know how far to go with saying, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe don't, 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 don't really do it up. You know, like maybe throw on, maybe throw on the leather tassels and then call it a day. You know, maybe yeah, that's 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 probably okay. But anything other than that, I think maybe is a little bit too far. So nothing above the neckline, I think. Yeah, it gets pretty weird up there, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, that's useful to me because um, I I never knew the specifics of the homecoming. Uh, no I idea. always assumed it was just kind of like a another prom kind of deal. There's that too. Yeah, there's dances. There's all kind. You know, any excuse to uh, detract from the educational um, endeavor. Mm, you yeah. know, so. Well, here the um here the prom is called uh, like a school formal, right? Formal dance, uh, the end of year thing. Um. And although uh, my wife, who grew up in um, a country town, uh, had a thing which is completely alien and foreign to me called a deb, uh, which is like the a, the debutante ball. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a whole weird thing where um, where all the girls get fancy dresses and such, um, and and they are then like you you debut on the social stage. Wow. Um, there is a, she has a VHS somewhere in the house of her, her debutante ball. I'm confused by it. It's very strange to me. Um, well, that's yeah, interesting just- that you mentioned that because 
until, you know, in my childhood, in my adolescence, there was a store in the mall. Uh, and you guys understand what a mall is. I don't have to explain that. Yes. Part. You know yes. Um, there was a store in the mall called Deb. And uh, as far as I could tell, all it sold was like really chintzy clothing, um, like almost exclusively prom homecoming dress type stuff, like tiaras, like, you know, little bangles on the arms, you know, that kind of stuff. And I never mm-hmm. made the connection, but I guess debutante uh, is probably where the name yeah. comes from. There was even a Deb 2, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, Deb 2, the debening. That, yeah, that's weird. Okay, never thought about that. Of course, it's long since closed because nobody, you know, nobody goes to malls anymore. But the, but that, I never yep. made that connection. Hmm. And Jesse, can we get a uh, can we get a can chick? Oh, yeah. I'm um, <laughs> I'm on the dad beer. Um, uh, the Michelob Ultra, two point five grams of carbs, uh, ninety five calories. Uh, the official beer of dads everywhere. Um. <laughs> I don't know if you do. You guys have an analog of this or anything down there at all? That's like a real like low calorie style. We got we got plenty. Um, it it's really state dependent. Um, where mm. I am, um, our national pride is forex. Uh, so you got forex gold. Um, but I, I don't know. What, mm. what are you? What's uh, what's the analog in in Canberra? You guys allowed alcohol there? Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's even like a craft brewery in Canberra now, man. Oh, Come on, give us some credit. Uh, <laughs> no, see, I I feel like the um the the analog to the low carb beer for Australia that I see a lot of people with is the um, nowhere near as masculinely named pure blonde. That was yeah, like the OG tough, low tough carb name, beer here. Yeah, that's mm. that's rough from a branding perspective. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, and like my my understanding of it was it it's not meant to re- it's not meant to like refer to, you know, a blonde lady just having a low carb beer. Sure, it's more the the color of the beer, but it still always made me go, yeah, yeah, sure? yeah. That's kind of a that's kind of a European thing to re- blondes um, mm. to call beers blonde. So that's uh, that's interesting that it's infiltrated uh, down there. Um, a lot a lot of guys got right into it though. Um, yeah, guys sure. were more more concerned with the waistline than anything else. I've, I've seen a lot of it at barbecues and that kind of thing. And, and you know, but the the thing about it is, is I don't even you know I was I was I've been talking to Mike about this lately. My my co-host on the show, my good friend. Um, I don't care what I look like anymore, so I'm just done. I'm just like I'm throwing in the towel on that. You know, um, yep. it's it's not a concern to me. It go it comes in and out. You know, like uh like here. The, the celebrity who embodies this philosophy the most um, is uh, Jonah Hill, because you'll see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, you'll see him just be a real big fat guy for a while, um, and then he'll slim down. He'll look kind of sickly, you know, just by comparison. Mm. Um, I do not care for a thin Jonah Hill. It's weird. Uh, it's really weird. And um, sometimes I think at a certain point, like if you're 30, you know, I don't know what your demographics are on your show. But if you're 30, uh, we don't either. <laughs> <laughs> it just you just are what you are at a certain point, right? Like hmm. I'm, I'm going to be a uh, a paunchy man. Um, I'm never going to get big, right? I'm never going to have big muscles. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm also never going to balloon. I'm not going to be like 600 pounds. You know, I just can't. My body just can't support that that kind of you, weight. You'd have to be trying really hard. Oh, it would have to be a real endeavor. Um, <laughs> 
but I'm, but I'm not going to pack on any muscle or anything. I'm just going to be either, you know, like acceptable in public in a medium t-shirt or or I'm just going to look like a dad. And and that's okay. So I'm just I'm happy with the dad thing. It's okay to me. Uh but the but uh, why I drink the low calorie low carb beer is I just anyone's guess at this point. There's no per, there's no utility to it. I just do it. So I don't know. See, maybe it's like uh we 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 got a lot of friends who are very into the craft beer. Um, Theo and Ben uh, both live in the same state, just around the corner. Well, they both live in Brisbane, um, just around the corner from the brewery where Four X is made, uh, the beer of racists, and uh, the in the deep north, as they call Queensland <laughs> in Australia. The deep um, north. Okay, I'm mm. learning a little bit about the geography of the continent. Um, yes. as you're explaining this, I don't. I have to admit that my ignorance level of it is probably quite high compared to most people you talk to. Uh, I I could point it out on a map, but as far as like the 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 where you, where the, you get into it, the, the specifics, topo- the topography of it is uh, boy. I mean, I'd just be throwing darts. So he's so he's up north. You're you're further south, or you consider yourself east or west, or what? What's the? Uh, I I am uh, the southeastern coast. Southeastern. I'm in our nation's great capital, Canberra. Um, which is, I suppose, uh, more, more kind of analogy to like Washington DC where it's, it's in the Australian capital territory. So a little bit that's marked out inside of a bigger state, uh, where all the politicians go and do their grift. Uh, and also not the first place that, uh, foreigners would imagine is the capital. No. Right? Is it very similar to, to DC in that regard where yeah. maybe if you took like a, I guess if America weren't like a world police you could envision a scenario in which somebody fresh off the boat would say, oh, well, New York is the capital. Mm. So I hear about it all the time or whatever. But, it's the big uh, one. But no, we've well, got this pa- weird mid-Atlantic state that uh, there's nothing distinguish- distinguishing about it other than there's a big white building there. Well, yeah, I think uh, part of the reason that they, that they built Canberra in the first place was that uh, Melbourne and Sydney were beefing over which city should get to be the capital. Oh, okay. And they they picked a spot that was pretty much geographically dead between the two of them and said, put a city here and make it that. Okay, I like that. Mm. Uh, which is why there is a another city just over the border um, that was already there, and but they went, ah, fuck that city. Let's just have a new <laughs> um, So, poor Queen Deanne, uh overshadowed for its whole run. Uh, just sitting there. Just sitting just over the border. Poor Quangers. Quangers. So, anyway, Quangers. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. We don't have to get into it. It's fine. Let's, yeah. Just keep don't, on trucking. Don't even... Don't, don't start to ask about the spelling <laughs> of any of the places here. <laughs> any of that sort of stuff. Well, I have uh, to say, I'm, I'm especially sensitive to trying to repeat things uh, that you have said uh, because pronouncing them properly is almost like I'm just mimicking the way that you're saying it, which... I think will sound offensive if I say it in the way that you've said it, um, because oh. uh, because you, you mentioned a city earlier, which to me would be Brisbane, mm-hmm. uh, but of course you pronounce it Brisbane, uh, but then it sounds like I'm doing an impression of you, so I'm very conscious about that. Like I don't want to repeat the w- things the way that you've said them. No, it's fine. It's impossible to be racist against Australians. <laughs> well, now. now- now you say that. <laughs> you say that, Theo, and 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 I thought that too until I listened to the episode you did with uh, my friend Trevor uh, Hegelbahn on Twitter, who does the 
the the great video game uh, journalism. Um, oh yes, you guys were very sensitive to the depiction of Crash Bandicoot um, <laughs> and related Australian, and, and I uh, I think Lily in particular um, <clears throat> was uh, was was commenting on that uh, how it was offensive uh, the way that there was like a you know like the tribal masks and all that kind of stuff. So uh, so hearing that uh, and of course having a different dialect of English and being incapable of picking out sarcasm. Uh, because there's just there's just no way, right? Like there's no way to hear her say, you know, fucking cunt, and then and tell if she's mm. and tell if she's, oh, she's smiling. See ya. Oh yeah. yeah so, so it's yeah. very hard to tell. So the uh, the the Australian face uh, that that really learned me something when I was listening to that. that I I was never aware of racism against Australians because it seems like you guys are all piss takers. So that's just the way it is. Oh yeah. Um... Yes, it's very it's very hard to be mad at racism against um white Australians. Sure. Uh but you know, if 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 we dig a little deeper than that, yeah, there's a big problem there, right? Oh yeah, there's um Don't worry, we've we've got we got racism down pat. Uh <laughs> we've got we've got all of our own internal hierarchies and systems of racism. Um, oh, good, because I was going to send a crew down there and get you guys up to speed on uh, racism. <laughs> but if you got it under control, that's cool. Uh, we still run internment camps for foreigners, thank you. We're, <sighs> we're, we're batting well above our average at the moment. Yeah. Although you guys are trying to you guys are trying to like get back up to speed with the whole ice thing now. So That's right. Yeah, we're, we're going to take back the crown here pretty soon. <laughs> oh, it's a sad state that we're all in. At the moment, yeah, it's no good, man. Just to just to explain the whereabouts of the other hosts on the show, uh, Ben, as we alluded to, he is currently in Seattle, um, watching what he calls, in his own words, "Sports Bowl," and he insisted I call it that. It's mm. very upsetting. It's very insistent. <laughs> um, he he says he's in a sports bar, whatever that is. So. I'm 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 excited for Ben to listen back to this and know that this is what people understand that he thinks sports is now. Yeah, Ben, just uh, oh, my ass. <laughs> he he tells me that he is um, currently over there obnoxiously explaining um, rugby league to people in the sports bar. Yeah, which is good. Um, I made an assumption that that would be uh, telling Americans that um, that American football. Uh, it's for pussies because they play with pads and union players do not. And he said, you are correct. That is exactly what I'm telling them currently. Because if you're, if you're an Australian and you are outside of the country, that's what you're obligated to tell people about football. Even if you're not really a fan like me. Yeah, that's the stock argument, right? Hmm. Yeah. It's just uh, gigantic Samoan dudes who are shaped like fridges uh, running directly into each other. You know, we have a guy here who is famous for being shaped like a refrigerator. Did he did he have a nickname? Was it the refrigerator? Yeah, it was. <laughs> w- William the Refrigerator Perry, member yeah. of the Chicago Bears organization. So, uh, so hey, li- we got guys up here that can be shaped like that too. I mean, <laughs> I think we probably invented the refrigerator, if I had to guess. Well, at least like the you know NFL's got like strategy, you change out the different lines, all that kind of stuff. Uh, rugby league, they just have. Uh, two teams of guys and they just crash into each other yeah. like uh, like waves from opposing oceans over and over again. 
Well, I'm sure it looks that way to you, you know, someone who's not steeped in the the history of the sport um, and, all, and and all that. You 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 probably you're just uh, you're on the outside looking in. What do you know? You got to get well, in the trenches. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of um you know tricky subtlety. They can pass the ball to the left or the right before <laughs> running into somebody. <laughs> a full 360 degrees of motion that you're just not uh, you're not giving them credit for. Well, no, you can't pass it forward. That's foul. But, uh, yes. Well, no... of, course, of course, I knew that. Uh, <laughs> but there are some people that might not, you know. And Lucy, uh, Lucy is in Europe, uh, currently getting savage IBS from eating blood sausage and drinking their thick, dark beer, I assume. Uh, realizing now I called her Lily instead of Lucy, uh, just to be clear, that's um, not because I'm an oaf who confuses all women. Uh, it's because I have been drinking since uh, 11 a.m. So just to be clear, uh, it's not my fault. Well, we finally found an example of racism against white Australians. Now I understand white grievance. <laughs> it's fine. She's never going to listen to this. <laughs> so, uh, so we did talk about how one of the... One of the things we thought we might, you know, have a bit of a look into before we talk to you was um, was the Australian equivalence to uh, the Kickstarter platform, because there are Australian specific uh, crowdfunding platforms, uh, you know, and I know that you do you do cherish and love your time with crowdfunding with uh, Kickstarter. I have been curious how much time like uh, in an average week do you spend combing through Kickstarters to get material for the show? Well, you know, not not to give away the farm, uh, but the 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 truth of it is very little, um, and that's for several reasons. Uh, one of which is that uh, you know Mike and I, Mike and I are lazy uh, people by definition. Um, that's just the way we are. We do things at the last minute. Um, you know, right now, uh, I really hope that we'll be able to record one tonight uh, as we speak. I have not talked to him all day long, so for all I know, he's asleep, um, and that that's his right. He works uh, long hours at his regular job, which I, I don't have and can't sympathize with, but very frequently, this is the way it works. Uh, he lives close by, about 40 minutes away by car, uh, which is close by our standards here, uh, so you know he'll come over. Uh, if we can both clear our whole day, um, he'll come over. Uh, we'll hang out for a while. Uh, we'll we'll open up the laptops. We'll start talking to each other, and we realize uh, we haven't had lunch. Let's go grab some lunch. <laughs> so we go out to like a sushi place when we get some lunch. Uh, some of that famous Tennessee sushi that I'm sure y- you guys have even heard of down there. Uh, you know how fresh it is up here. Uh, so we'll do that. Uh, we'll eat. We'll come back. Uh, then my kids will be running around bothering him because uh, they love Mike. They love jumping all over him. Uh, they love playing with Mike and telling him all about stuff, and he can't understand them. Uh, so we do that for a little while. Then eventually they go to bed. We settle down. Uh, before you know it, seven hours have gone by, and all we've done is just like sit around and, and, and shoot the shit. So we pull up Kickstarter. We search some of our favorite keywords. Uh, we pull up this, that, and the other thing, and then we just improv the rest. So, uh, you know, I'd love to be able to say, uh, just for the purposes of marketing the show, that it is, uh, uh, you know, it's a passion project, and we, we read these things all day long, and we get really into it. We know a lot about it. Uh, but, you know, the truth is uh, we, we just don't. Um, we pick out the things that seem especially egregious, 
and we we riff on them um and then we upload it uh to soundcloud so uh (laughs) to the extent that that is successful um you know i don't know how much credit we can take for it other than just the website has not run dry yet there's just so much garbage on there uh that that even a light skimming will result in some some you know you're gonna get some gold every now and then uh and it's just a volume equation at this point you know well, the the reason I ask is because I, I started having a skim through. You can filter by um, the country of origin of the Kickstarter. Oh, okay. So, you can you can look through, for example, all of the Australian Kickstarters, the most funded ones. Mm-hmm. And um, I did a fair a fair bit of a skim through there and was like, just not seeing not seeing that many funny ones. <laughs> and um, yeah, it made me think. Must take a take a keen eye to find the right ones. I did notice that the the second most funded Australian Kickstarter of all time uh, was a an absolutely ridiculous toilet seat shaped um, airline sleeping pillow. Okay, seems like that's something that already exists uh, in massive quantities at every airport. But yep, ah, but this one you can open up like an actual toilet seat. Um, so it's like two two horseshoe shaped things stuck together and you can open it up and there's a bunch of different configurations that you can put it in. And um, it struck me as patently ridiculous and hugely inconsiderate of all other passengers <laughs> on the flight. Um, so, well, well there, was, there was one, there's the traditional style of, of horseshoe type pillow. You can wear it in. You yeah. can turn that around to the side and open it up a bit so that you can lean over. And they're like, this is snooze mode. Uh, then you can open it up uh, a bit more like a toilet seat, put it on your tray table in front of you and just sleep face down like you passed out in the gutter. Uh, it also comes with a strap that you can loop around the seat back, um, open it up more and basically hook this thing up against your face and sleep sitting up and leaning forward. Wow. Well, uh, what I, you know, it, it, what, what, uh, when it comes to other countries, uh, it's not necessarily conscious, but one thing that I find is that uh, a lot of times the jokes don't translate, so we have a hard time parsing things like that that uh, that maybe you would have like a better handle on as someone native to the area. You know, one time we put something on there that was, uh, uh, it was called knob, it was like knob to handle or something like that, mm. and uh, and it seemed just like a very stupid invention where you could... You know, like, like if you if you had like rheumatoid arthritis or something like that, like you you can turn every knob on a door into a, a handle that you can you know exert that leverage on and make it a little bit easier to open. Uh, but the video seemed really crummy, and the guys seemed like they didn't know what they were doing. Uh, the product was really half baked, and then we found out it's a joke. Um, but to me, that's not a good joke. But it's British guys, right? So it's like. Oh, I uh, thought that was Australian. Or maybe, maybe okay, maybe it was Australian. Look, you guys are all the same to me. Uh, let me just emphasize <laughs> that uh, if you're not American, you can go pound sand. I don't know the difference. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing. Like uh, we're just gonna make ourselves look stupid if we're not for sure that it's like some schmuck from Brooklyn, New York, who's trying to start a business off of like uh, like bespoke hot sauce or something. So. It's mm. like if if we were to go on to these Australian Kickstarters and stuff, I, I think we would just make ourselves look really stupid. Honestly, we just wouldn't get any of it. It's lost in translation. So um, we we had uh, we had planned uh, a little segment here, uh, which I've, I think we probably won't get time to do now. 
and I, I, was, I had my slight concerns that it was going to just turn really depressing, <laughs> um, which, which was that um, we, have, we have like an Australian answer to Craigslist, um, which is called Gumtree. Okay. Uh, pur- purveyors of the finest stolen televisions. <laughs> um, my, my wife loves like uh, buy, sell, swap groups on Facebook and that kind of shit. Um, yeah. Gumtree and that sort of stuff. And she, she will just show me the bleakest listings on this thing. Um, like, I think we were looking for a, for like a, a mattress for a spare bed a while ago. She's like, I look on Gumtree. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. Uh, she showed me pictures of like ones just propped up against the wall in some ah. greasy apartment. <laughs> Massive. Massive blood stain in the center, uh, and a and a note in the listing that just says it's coffee. Oh God! Uh, mm, I didn't believe it, and I don't believe it. So um, so Theo had <laughs> now you know you were saying before about searching uh searching you got your keywords uh, like p- particular keywords right. So so Theo started searching um. By using the keywords uh, "divorce" <laughs> or sure. "lost" uh, or and- "custody," um, <laughs> wow! And I, I don't know what it is about people. Um, I don't know. Is there a certain age thing where they want to get on? They want to put an ad on for, uh, you know, in this case, uh, let's say it's a Yamaha XT six sixty X bike, and you're on there, and you want to you want to put an ad on there, you're selling it, and you think, ah. Oh, you know what I should do? I should describe my custody battle while I'm while I'm writing this. Uh, it's been very well looked after, and uh, selling due to custody battle need the money so I can fight to see my little boy. Very regrettable oh. sale. Wow! <laughs> wow! So, um, so we had planned to play a little game with you. We were going to read you a listing and uh, have you guess whether or not it was uh, being sold or whether it was being sold due to um, uh, just being sold or due to divorce or due to lost custody. Oh, I feel wow. like it could have turned... I feel like it could have turned pretty dark pretty quick. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, instead... So, instead... Oh, look. There, well, there was the... What, what was your one... Um, uh, Lucy dug up with a, your one uh, bonus. Yeah, Lucy dug up one. Tickets to supercars. Um, uh, I have an adult and one oh, child no. ticket to this year's GC600 supercar race uh bought these for myself and my son but unfortunately due to custody battles my son can't go so i couldn't go without him just wouldn't mean anything to me without the little man so any fathers out there who could take their little man i will sacrifice these tickets for only 180 dollars they're great tickets where you can sit at the stand and watch the action (sighs) (laughs) that's so uh, maybe not relevant supercars being like uh like the IndyCar, yeah, like the like the well, IndyCar, but on a on a um not a not a round circuit, a, a track kind of thing. Open wheel racing. Uh, well, I don't know what those words mean. No, they're more um. Uh, the, well, it's 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 more kind of analogous to um like NASCAR kind of stuff in the sense that they are. I think I'm right here. Um, there are a couple of local manufacturers like Ford and Holden. And stuff they they just soup the living shit out of those cars and race them. Sounds like you um, guys don't know dick about supercars. It would supercars. almost give that impression, but I think we're trying to <laughs> to our audience. 
Um, They'll appreciate no, it's, it. No, uh, it's yeah, <laughs> it's 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 V8 supercars. So so they are they're not they're not open wheel or anything. They are just um they're they're these local car manufacturers of V8s. Oh no, I think they've got like Mercedes and shit in there too. Um, yeah, local to Australia, like Mercedes and right. Ford. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, Ford. Yes, the famously Australian car manufacturer <laughs> and Ford. the Chrysler brand Holden. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, G- GMC have like an Australian offshoot called Holden, right? The Hol- Holden Commodore. Anyway, it's great to take um, your little your little fella along too. Your little man. If if you can. If you can. It's almost as can. good as having a mom. It's almost. <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, feel like a yeah. <clears throat> running running topic of the show: family court dads. You so. guys, uh, anybody here? Product of divorce? No. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm not. No. Broken. Let broken me home. Theo, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Feel like I'm the. I might be the minority in the podcast in that sense. Well, I mean, it's not really a contest or anything, but um, that's cool that you view it that way, though. Yeah, it's it's nice well, you I, got that chance I'm to winning grow up or losing. in a normal house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, not. Uh, not not me. My dad's just normal dead, just regular dead. Um, he's he's not like in a. It's not like uh, it's not like my mom tells me he's dead, but he's like in another state, like living in a ground floor apartment somewhere. It's like uh, he's just normal. Like he's actually dead. Like he's uh, cro- he's crossed over. So uh, whatever your belief system is regarding that, he's uh, he's mm-hmm. either there or he's not there. Um, had the whole funeral, whole thing. Um, you know, put them yep. under, put them underground, all that. So, all right. So you, yeah, you're pretty sure that's uh, pretty, pretty, <laughs> sh- pretty sure, guys. Uh, pretty sure he's not coming back anytime soon. Uh, but hey, you know, you never know. <sighs> well, uh, I don't know. Congrat, congratulations to me. Is that for I'd for say so. for the? Yeah, I don't, it's I don't know. It's, Good on it's you. Not an achi- it's not, not an achievement. Not an achievement on my part. I take right, let us hit you. Hang on a second. Let me interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. Listen up. I know this is your show, but why don't you shut the fuck up for a second? Let me tell you something. <laughs> um, so we're talking about dead dads, right? Yeah. I think we were talking about that for a second. Uh, I tell you, I tell you one thing about uh, the intersection of dead fathers and Australian stuff. Uh, uh, vis-a-vis myself. Um, my buddy, uh, my lifelong best friend, um, his dad died as well. Uh, separate, uh, separate situation. They were not, it's not like they were on the same helicopter or something. It was a totally different situation. Uh, so he, yeah, two different, (laughs) two different choppers. Uh, choppers are very common up here. Uh, we all fly around on choppers all the time. Uh, so, so he died. Um, and I was at the, uh, the, the wake, the funeral, the, the viewing arrangement, you know, um, and, and here's my memory of what occurred therein. Uh, my memory of it is, uh, and I'm willing to accept the difference between my memory of it and the reality of it is that, uh, for some reason I thought it would be a hoot to put on an Australian accent for the entire time. Uh, that I was there. No, we're like, uh, you know, we're like 10, right? We're like 10 years old. This wasn't like yesterday. Uh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. You know, I'm, 
I'm I'm a 30 year old man. Uh, this was not I wasn't just like doing this last weekend and I came in and this is not like a recent story. Uh, this was when I was a 10 year old person, and uh, I don't know. It's totally inappropriate, obviously, uh, but I thought it would be fun to do. Um, and uh, all of his family, like his extended family that came in for the purposes, you know, of seeing like their dead son and all that. Uh, they thought I was Australian. They thought I was his Australian friend. Um, so that's how I remember it. But I, I bet, I bet the reality of it was, uh, that they just thought I was like deranged, you know? <laughs> mm. Don't you think? Why, why is this guy talking like this? Yeah. Like, uh, like, oh, yeah. he's experienced some kind of trauma or something. Because, you know, it's not, I mean, you know, my experience of Australia to that point would have been like Rocco's modern life. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and Rocco doesn't really sound very Australian, if we're all being fair. It's I mean, he sounds more... the other aspects, but. Yeah, he sounds more like off. a, sounds more like a dingo than he does Australian. I mean, it's, <laughs> or whatever the hell he is, a, a wallaby, you know, I don't know. It's, it's... like a fucking New Zealander. Oh, well, oh, okay. So you can tell the difference. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we all we have time time honored traditions of making fun of each other's accents. That's uh, all we have to for do. For example, right yes, uh, we would say like the number six, and when they say it, it sounds like they're saying sex, and that is funny to us. That is incredibly funny for millennia. I think that'll be Australians oh. will be laughing over that simple little linguistic treat. That mm, is, that is really funny. Yeah. Mm. Um, so anyways, I just wanted uh, to tell that anecdote, um, probably colors your perception of me, uh, negatively somewhat, but I just want to say that I, it was before I had reached the age of majority. And I just want to say that I, uh, I condemn all of my actions before, you know, like uh, 20 or so. Uh, I think all of them were bad. I didn't, nothing I did before then was good. So, uh, anyways, just wanted to get that out, uh, out there, um, and it's it's basically it's like uh, I wanted to explain that it's it's like I'm I feel like I'm being torn in two directions. Uh, the first direction is uh, I want to be respectful of your culture and so on. And the other one is I want to do an Australian accent. Oh please! Um, I, I want to ask every American who comes on to to but, give it a crack. But that's fucked up though. Like that's fucked up. Um, you, you would think it would be fucked up if, uh, if I had you on the show and said, all right, now do you, do your American accent if you're so fucking good or whatever, you know, like that's just, uh, that's like imperialist. <laughs> that's so fucked up that that would even, cause you're just, you're just people. You're no, not. I'd do it. <laughs> do you have one? Uh, Theo, hit him with your American accent. Let's hear it. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> do you need a do you need a phrase like do you need something to because I find I find when I think about what I would say in an Australian accent the number one thing to mm -hmm. me is not the inflection or the pronunciation or anything it's like uh, what would I say if I were Australian and of course you know we're inundated with the very cliche stereotypical type things that are something of course you guys have never said in your lives um, but those are the first things that come to mind so like uh, do you need an American phrase to like key into the accent. Well, are we are we talking like um, just just uh, like a generic, generic kind of East Coast accent? Are we talking like a silly a silly cowboy accent? What are we talking about here? 
if 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 you can find a difference in them, I mean, I I'd be happy to <laughs> I'd be happy to hear anything, you know. I'm 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 so just basically to us, you know, to our ear, the English accent, the American accent, uh is just the absence of all other affectations, you know? Like we don't we don't hear oh. we don't hear ourselves as having an accent, obviously. Hmm. Um and since it's all we're exposed to, we never learn any better than that. So uh, so yeah, whereas, whereas we're all raised on American TV, so yeah, you ha- I think you do have like a a more a broader cultural diet, right? Hmm. Well, I think like you could as I've an American cultural spoke- diet. Okay. Yes, <laughs> uh, as I've spoken about on here before, I feel like uh, when you look at the the sort of overrepresentation of American, of oh, sorry, of Australian actors in Hollywood, um, you get a lot of. Australian actors who can do American accents, but not a lot of Americans who can do Australian accents. Well, it's just you've got the tuned ear for it, though, right? Mm. You say, let me just say, you say mmm a lot, and I don't know if it's mm. an agreeance. Or... It's, it's, it's agreeance. It's agreeance. <laughs> it sounds so sarcastic to me. <laughs> I can't. No, it's, it's, I can't it's tell definitely you. me going. Yes. It, it, to me, it sounds like somebody saying, uh-huh. Like, that's what, it sounds, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. So, so if you ever want to perfect your American accent, the first thing I would drop is the, hmm. That's the first. Drop the very, the very dry. You mm. got to jettison that shit, like, the first, <laughs> the first day on the lot. <laughs> but, 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 Theo, so you've got an American accent you want to do? Let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's a, what's a classic American phrase, like? Uh, yippee ki motherfucker. Well, we do. Oh, there's not, there's we, not enough hard, hard R's in that one. We do say that a lot. Um, oh, like, um, oh my God, another plane has hit the tower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's insensitive or not. Um, don't know how you guys took 9-11. Oh, no, I think we all enjoyed it. <laughs> we, all, oh. we all had a good laugh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Uh Andrew, can you can you can you beat that? Is that is that as good as yours? Better? What are you Oh my god. Um How about uh oh uh well a, a classic American quote from um friend of the show. Uh there there's an old saying in Tennessee. I I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. It says but fool me once, shame on Shame wow. on you. Fool me. Uh, oh, you can't get fooled again. It's like I'm there again. Huh? And I was there the I was there the first time. Um, that's incredible. Those are both very passable. Uh, we don't talk about 9-11 quite as much. Uh, maybe as the not first. As a, not as a uh, greeting or a salutation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what'd you think about 9-11? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we don't we don't talk about that as much. I think we talk about nine eleven about as much as you guys talk about uh, putting uh, various things on the Barbie. Um, mm. Probably about the same uh, uh, fraction. So I was uh, I was away at the at the coast on the weekend, and there was um, in some place we were in there was a TV with the volume off. Oh, we were in a McDonald's when we were halfway halfway on the road. And down there, and, uh, you, down there, they're called. Mickey's, Ma- Ma- Maccas, fucking Maccas, right? Yes, yeah. I'm right. My four-year-old calls it um, old McDonald's. Holy shit! My kids call them old McDonald's too. 
Ah, they love it. They so, really, yeah, so it's in, they think it's the same as the song, right? I, I assume. Is that your impression yeah. as well? They think it's Old MacDonald Had a Farm. They think it's the Old same. McDonald's. Yeah, and then we go, when I go to McDonald's. And she's like, yeah, Old McDonald's. Yeah, of course. They think it's the shared universe. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> there was a, there was a TV on with the volume off and mm. a shitty, a shitty, like, morning talk show kind of thing. Uh, you know, like, like today or whatever. Um, and, and there was a panel of people lamenting, according to the subtitle on the screen, a panel of people lamenting, like, the, um, the, the sort of, the decline of barbecue usage in Australia, <laughs> uh, which, which they blamed on both, um, shrinking, uh, shrinking, uh, backyard sizes and, uh, increased grocery costs. And there were, there was a whole group of people talking about it. That makes sense, but 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 some part of it has to be that we think that that's the only way that you eat is just massive shrimps, <laughs> giant shrimps like hand fruit. Yeah, yeah, mm. yes. Do you have good shrimp? You do have good shrimp, though, right? Like you yeah. actually do. Like I mean, all like we're not fucking around. Oh, yeah, I like think you got good shrimp. I think if you near the if you near the coast, you know, you get some big big fresh tiger prawns, all that kind of stuff. It's playing uh, up. Uh, we don't call them shrimp. Nobody calls them shrimp. Oh, nobody says that at all. No, it's, it's nobody it's in prawns. this fucking country calls prawns it shrimp. Here. Prawns, all prawns. All right, mm. that's cool. Prawn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been to. So I've been to Thailand. Uh, my wife is a white lady, but her family is Thai. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so we've been to Thailand. My understanding is that uh, Australians have a bit of a, a bad reputation when it comes to Southeast Asia, as far as like partying. Oh yeah. And, vacationing yes. and stuff goes you guys kind of uh cut loose yep. out there um, real pieces of shit real assholes yeah uh yeah and it's not just the sex tourism you know it's also just the drunkenness mm. um uh, but you guys got it all and that's why i respect you so much uh, <laughs> but uh yeah of course it's all prawns there as well i don't know if it's a pacific ocean thing um because i wonder in england do they all they also say prawns in england don't they yeah it's just you guys it's just okay all right well you know what as I get older, I start to realize it's uh, just us. <laughs> it's just us. Everyone else does the normal thing. Uh, we're the weird ones, but that's fine, you know. Yeah, look, um, I noticed that you've that you've casually skated away from doing an Australian accent. Yeah, I'm glad you picked up on that. Uh, I was hoping we'd leave that one in the dust on the cutting room floor. Uh, maybe I was a little bit overzealous uh, in explaining the anecdote, um, <clears throat> because, like I said. It really is a lack of material that I find so bothersome. Um, I think I could imitate you well enough to get by, but coming up with my own thing to say, I think mm. is uh, is doubly offensive um, and and just difficult. So you know, if you, if you had something you wanted me to say, and and I will note, I think that your the accents that you guys have, uh, and Ben as well, maybe Ben in particular. Um, is is uh is different to my ear i don't i don't hear it as like the very you know stereotypical crocodile dundee type accent very um, twangy as well the, yeah. well the further the further into the middle of the country you get yeah the, the broader that accent will be but um yeah i almost think there's an analogy to the kind of um like the la new york right out on the coast you get a kind of a, a pretty washed out um, you know, not too, 
not too sharp accent. But the more rural you get, the more pronounced it'll be, like a southern accent, you know? That makes sense. But in, in, as far as rural goes directionally, you would say mm. that's more interior, right? Yeah, yeah. More, more remote as well. Yeah, the further in you get from the coast. Or the further north you get to yeah, crazy you're, racist Queensland. Because yours sounds less affected to me. Uh, than than Theo's does, um, he's just got it's maybe just a higher timbre to his to his voice, so it's maybe more pronounced. Oh, do I? Um, I didn't notice. I don't know. Oh, I oh do like... I? Oh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't know. I feel I like noticed. I feel like I've got a got a very very generic accent because um, I don't know if it's because I spent the first handful of years um, living in the states, and then. Uh, and then grew up here in like an in like an eastern generic city. Uh, my dad is my dad is from Queensland, but he's also uh, extremely uh, brain powered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my my mum is from England, from Liverpool, and half of her family is as well. So oh, okay, real, real real mixer mixer influences that. Interesting. Well, I'm sure you'll cut out all these parts where I seem racist. Um, I think they're the just... only parts I'll stay in at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're, we're going for our audience, which are <laughs> hugely racist. Yes, that's the. Well, that'll be the promotional material. I just, right, I, we're just gonna... I just hope that they know that the racism is out of respect. That's all I want to. I just want to yes. have it on the record. It's out of respect, uh, totally. Um, I only have racist thoughts that are respectful. <laughs> Um, all of the negative stuff I get rid of. So, like, Asians are bad drivers. I don't think that. I don't think that whatsoever. Um, I think, um, uh, I think people of African descent are very sexual. That's not, that's, I wish, I wish I were more sexual. That's a compliment in my eyes. So, that's, I just want to get that out there. You guys, you guys are very strong. You're good with knives. That's what I think. That's positive. You know, that's okay. It's okay to be that type of racist, right? Hmm. Absolutely. Well, yes. There's there's no way in which uh, something complimentary can be racist. <laughs> Good. That's what I've. Yeah. That's the assumption I've been operating yeah. under uh, the, these last thirty years. So I hope that that's yeah. Right. Yeah. A- Asian people good at math. How can that be racist? Well, so it, yeah. In order to just prove that, they have to be bad at math. So, uh, you you want to say you're stupid? Like, because I don't. You yeah. Know? I don't. I yeah, take try- that. As, I take that as a compliment. Yeah, I'm trying to do you a favor here. Why? Uh, why are you drawing so much attention to it? You know. Exactly right. And like I said, and all this will be cut out, of course. <laughs> all right. So we are wary that we've been going for a while. Uh, what if we? What if we fire off a couple of questions to you from the mailbag, and then um, and then we'll let you go. How about that? Uh, by all means, let's let's open up the old uh, the old letter cart. Mm. Mm. Um, yes, uh, Ben normally prints these out uh, and posts them to me in an envelope, which has been even more time-consuming and expensive for him since he's in the States. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thank him for doing that. Uh, let me see. Now, you already kind of touched on this earlier, but um, friend of the show, Carl, has a question for Jesse. Uh, how uncomfortable are you with, one, our gleeful and free usage of the word cunt, and two, saying it yourself. 
okay, so yeah, I did let it fly earlier. Um, <laughs> Slipped one out. See how it feels. Try it on. Yeah, and I don't know that I liked it. Um, you guys say it better than we do. Um, you guys uh, saying it uh, sounds more jovial to me. Um, it sounds... Uh, uh, there's a little bit of camaraderie, I think, inherent in the way that you guys say it. Because uh, you'll, you'll say it to your mates, but you'll also say it to somebody who really is deserving of derision, right? Like, it's both. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so so whereas here, um, I think if I ever heard it or saw it, it would almost always be anatomical. Um, mm. So in that sense, I think it is a word uh, exceedingly poorly deployed um, because and I don't want to tread over uh a famous American uh, Mexican American comedian Louis C.K.'s uh, hallowed ground about the word cunt, uh, which is that a, a vagina does not look like or act like a cunt. Uh, it's a mm. it's a harsh word. It doesn't make a lot of sense when applied to an actual pussy. Um, so, in the sense that an American would say cunt, it would be like, uh, "Wow, uh, uh, I was at the water park." And one of the lifeguards bent over, and her uh, bikini moved to the side, and I saw her cunt. Jesus. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a very... way worse. It's awful. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful to hear that, and that's that's how you would hear it here. So, mm. uh, in that sense, I would say that I'm not very comfortable hearing it or saying it, uh, except for exemplary purposes, like we just like we just explained. Or, you know what, if I were in Australia, I really would. I do think I would tie one on. I think I'd, yeah. I'd fucking, if I was there for a week, I'd be calling everybody cunts. I think I'd get on really well with it. Well, you but paid here the money to come just... over, you may as well. <laughs> yeah, mm. like, I'm going to avail myself of the amenities, you know. That's right. <laughs> but, yeah. but here, it's not a word that makes any sense. Uh, you know, So, just, if I called my, fr uh, my friend was over... And I said, "Man, you're acting like a real cunt." He would, I, I, even if, even if we were joking, he would say, "What the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? Like, why would you say that?" Uh, so it sounds really weird to an American ear. So, so in in mm. that sense, I would say I shy away from it. Uh, but, but you know, it's not like the N word. Like, I'm not scared of it. It just, I just, mm. uh, we just don't use it. You know, it's just not something we, uh, we. Do you have a mm. do you have a curse word? That, let me ask. Let me answer your question with a question. Do you have a curse word there that you are that is would be socially acceptable for you to use? You know, not like a racial epithet, but something that you just shy away from for like uh, for aesthetic purposes, almost. Hmm. I think I think cunt is that word. But 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 to me, but you don't say it like um in polite company. Like you don't even. No, well, no, because I was going to say it's it's a very it's a very multi-purpose word here in the sense that you could say uh, derisively to somebody, "You're acting like a real cunt right now." <laughs> right. Um, you could also say, you know, if you were if you were partying and someone did something wild, and you'd go, "Ah, oh, John is a mad cunt," as yeah. a complimentary thing. Um, I would say here the context, like obviously, it's not a thing that you would casually say at a dinner party, but um. I would say here, probably similar to the states, the context in which it would be most unpleasant would be to 
uh, to call a woman that. Yeah. In, in like in a in a particularly misogynist spirit. <clears throat> in the same way that like to me, um, I you know I know that it's still. I know that it's still um, unpleasant, but I I would feel a lot more comfortable telling a guy that he was acting like a bitch than I would telling a woman. Yeah, very bitch. Uh, bitch to a guy is like funny. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's funny to call a guy a bitch. Whereas, uh, whereas, like, and and I completely understand that there would be people who would say, "Oh, well, it's it's still a shitty thing to do because as as an insult, you are saying, ha, huh, the insult is that you have the negative attributes of a woman.'" Yeah, but whatever. Um, Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but but in the same way, but in the same way, like those are the very same reasons that, like, yeah, I I wouldn't be calling a woman that as an insult because then you are very, very explicitly and literally doing exactly that thing. As a married man, you know that that's a nuclear word. Yeah. Yes. Like if you 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 called if you called your wife a bitch, like that's horrible. Mm. Like that's a whole like that's like a weekend fight, right? Like that's yep. the whole th- like you're you're in for the long haul if you say that one. So you got to really be sure you want to drop it before you do. Mm, you are yeah, you've really stepped it up yeah. at that point. Yep, um, it's, it's an escalator. Yes, it's safe to say that things have gotten out of hand at that point. People are people are in the realms of pure emotion by that point. <laughs> but like motherfucker, do you guys? Because like I, I can imagine, oh, yeah. I can imagine a culture in which motherfucker is taken a lot more literally than it is here. Uh, I don't know if Australia is one of those. Well, yeah, not that uh, culture. Okay. <laughs> so you just no, le- motherfucker fine. is just like you're just out there. You're just firing on all cylinders with motherfucker. It's not a big deal to you. Yeah, I think it's Absolutely. fine. I I would go so far as to say, um, no, yeah, I I can't imagine anybody here taking that literally in any sense and saying you saying i fuck mothers or i have fucked my mother or someone else's mother but like if you went to chile um, or something you wouldn't be surprised right like if if you called somebody a motherfucker in argentina and they were like <laughs> we're gonna hang you in the town square now yeah 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 mean? exactly no yeah there's um yes different cultures very different about saying something about somebody's mother uh australia is not that country yeah. Australia's fine with it. Oh, because you guys are all cunts down there, so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, I crossed the line, I understand. Alright, uh, let us hit you with, with one or two other ones here. Um, oh, Amy asks, friend of the show, Amy, asks, um, if Fire Festival... Remember Fire Festival? That sure, yeah. Uh, if Fire Festival had been set up as a Kickstarter, would it have quietly gotten away with the shonk? Uh, shonk, obviously meaning uh, shonkiness, dodginess, uh, not being above board. Okay, so I will say that not that this whole episode has to be about the differences between, you know, anglicized and, and Australian <laughs> culture. <laughs> shonk, I would not have, I've never heard that in my life. Uh, that's interesting to You guys hear. don't have shonky deals over there? No, I think Absolutely a lot not. more, a lot more of our deal-related uh, words are are racist. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, um, I I should note that shonk itself is um is an abbreviation of shonky, which is is you would far more commonly hear shonky, and um that would just be analogous to shifty, a shifty deal. Ah, oh, there we go. And even even shifty is a little bit, uh, that's uh, that's touchy. 
uh, over here. Really? Yeah. Sh- yeah, because uh, because Shifty is uh, is very closely related to like uh, sh- sh- Shyster or Shylock. Uh, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, I can really imagine that in the states, um, Shifty would often immediately precede a racial epithet. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty. Cl- <laughs> you 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 uh, you have to choose your words carefully when you're talking about like getting fucked over at like a used car dealership or something. So. There's there's only so many words you can deploy in that sense uh, without uh, without sounding like a real prick. Um, but uh, so fire would fire festival have gone under the radar as a Kickstarter? Um, so I will say no uh, because the radar is still functional at the Kickstarter scam level. It's just that uh, when you when you attach a celebrity to a thing, it's a double edged sword. Right. Mm. So if so, if Fire Festival were a Kickstarter, it would just be some schmuck, you know, in his house, like coming up with this idea. So would that have gotten in, you know, the 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 blogs of note? Absolutely. It would have uh, because it was such a boondoggle that uh, there's no way to get away from it. But the fact that it was Ja Rule's thing. Mm. Uh, which in a successful enterprise would lend you credibility. Uh, at the same time, it, it cuts both ways. Uh, that that Ja Rule, um, you know, certification also gives you a place to uh, latch on your your pincers, uh, and and give it some uh, notoriety as well. So, uh, it's just the, it's just the fact that Kickstarters are scams perpetrated by nobodies. Whereas festivals are scams uh, perpetrated by celebrities. That's the only difference. It's just the celebrity aspect of it that makes it different, you know? Yeah, the um, I, I feel like the one other differentiating factor with the Fire Festival was that um, part of the reason that uh, people heard so much more about it or it was so much more visible and also part of the reason people took so much pleasure um, in watching it just absolutely self-implode was that um, it was mainly for very rich white kids. <laughs> yeah. We do like beating up on those guys. <laughs> that was uh, that was an enjoyable factor. That's um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if it was like uh like if it was a it was a fil- if it was a festival for like underprivileged uh, youths in the inner city or whatever buzzword or whatever would be popular. Yeah, maybe that wouldn't be as fun of a punching bag, but uh, but it definitely was not that. Uh, all right. That is a, that is a good answer. Um, we have a, look, we, we here on the show, big YKS heads and, uh, clearly some of our fans are too. Uh, we have a bunch of very, very YKS related questions. Um, we have, uh, important mail asks, uh, friend of the show, important mail asks, is it acceptable to cry at one's own wedding? Uh, I'll say this, uh, Mike did not cry at his wedding. Uh, that's that's something I have uh, needled him for, and it was uh, purely imagined on my end. Uh, I was there for it. He did not shed a tear. Uh, it, I just think it's funny to uh, pretend that he did. So, in his defense, that did not happen. However, I will say that, yes. I mean, obviously, right? Like, if you're going to cry as a grown man, you know? Well, I respected well, what, my wife enough to cry at our wedding. I don't know how you guys went, but... Mm, I did not. Uh, I was the one person who did not cry at my wedding. Um, I got married uh, 
in the basement of a courthouse, a windowless area uh, where a stranger performed the, per, performed the ceremony. Uh, yeah, so we, we didn't have any pomp and circumstance or whatever. If I wanted to cry, though, you know what? I would have let loose. So yeah. I think I think that's good. Go for it, man. Cry, cry all the fucking time. Who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of a couple of jack and off related questions. Yeah, sure. Just strange. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> a friend of the show, Nick Cornish, asks, "Hi, Jesse. Uh, he spelled Jesse wrong, which is good. <laughs> He's a big fan of mine. Big fan. Yeah. Hi, Jesse. Uh, do you like to jack off? If so, why? Um, uh, no, I don't, but I have to." Um, it's just something you have to do as a man. Uh, keep the pipes clean. If you're a guy and you're not jacking off, um, I need to know what your secret is because I think if you don't do it, you just go crazy. So, yeah, I think it's uh, like a prerequisite for being on a watch list. I think. Yeah. If if you're not Mm. doing it, there has to be something else filling that gap and it's not good. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, you've got some other activity to to get that pressure release. Um mm. yeah, that's uh it's actually pretty freaky if you don't if you don't whack off. So Yeah, I assume that it's um that what's getting you through is the moral support of all the other complete uh psychopaths on Reddit's nofap forums. Ugh. Yeah, those guys are horrifying. <laughs> mm. So yeah, if you're not doing it, you're pretty much in that boat. All right, well, let's just let's just put it out here right now. Uh, uh, so, uh, Andrew, why don't you uh, lead us off? Uh, let mm-hmm. us know when the last time you uh, jacked off. Uh, Ooh, uh, when, did you, when did you last get that nut out? I'm going to say, well, it is currently Monday morning here. Sure. I'm going to say, say maybe Friday, which is like, that's a, that's a marathon stretch for me. You've gone a whole weekend without getting that nut out? Yeah, well, um, we we went away on holiday, uh, which meant that we were in a we were just doing activities, activities around the clock. You know, we were all tired and in bed early, uh, and in a a very small domicile at a caravan park uh, with with my children. It's just it wasn't wasn't a lot of time for it, man. So not and like don't get like I'll I'll get him in where I can. I mean, don't get me wrong, I you know. Not to overstep, but you, you're saying you didn't fuck at all on your holiday. Oh, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm it just was saying, a holiday, man. Come it, on. It's not just about jacking off. It's also about getting that nut out. So. Oh, okay. So sorry, sorry. Yes. Well, in that case, I did not jack off, but um, but I'm no longer a virgin. Okay, so you got that nut removed. That's the important thing is that you yes you get yes. that poison nut out of your body. Uh, so so it's, yeah. So, so Theo, you've uh, you know what you're up against right now. Uh, mm. Your friend here has gotten the nut out, but has not jacked mm. off in a few hours. Uh, so, what do you have to say for yourself? Well, I got the nut out last night, um, but I have not jacked off in a while, a week, maybe. I don't know. Whoa! Holy shit! Get the just, fuck out of here! Just stretching on into eternity, really. So are you wow. just are you just so you're a single man, right? Is that right? No, no, I'm married. Oh, okay. Sorry, but you just uh, you didn't say how much you respected your wife at the top of the show, so I just assumed mm. you were single because uh, we all uh, before we got started recording, I know we all said I respect my wife. Uh, I love yep. her so much on a scale of one to one hundred. I respect my wife that much. Uh, you didn't say. Anything, I think I was, so I was out of. I think I was out of the room kissing a photo of her. <laughs> at the time. 
okay, so you so you don't know, so you don't like to jack off. Okay, that's fine. That's normal. Oh, I wouldn't uh, put it that ooh. way. I mean, it's totally fine. I'm not <laughs> dialing an 800 number right now on my phone. Uh, it's not not on any watch list. <laughs> this guy hates, not... he hates jacking off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A stranger to his own penis. That's very very unusual. And of course, Ben's not here, but you have to assume he's jacking off all the time. Mm. Four yeah. times a day, yep. I'd say. Okay. Well, there's, um, well, there is a there is a secondary question here from friend of the show, Brandon Rockwell, which was about the frequency of beating off. How often do you beat off? I feel like we've um, got a two for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I'm I'm just going to say, apart from the apart from the context of of you know being away on holiday and that kind of thing, um, in in an average world, I'm going to call myself a day a daily a daily guy. Yeah, I think that's if, if, that's if, fair. Yeah, if there's, if there's no if there's no impediment to what I'm doing, and I'm not uh, insanely busy or tired, uh, you know, why not? Yeah, you're just knock one out. you're you're uh, it's a control group, right? You're adjusting for all other factors, uh, whether yep. it's uh, you're home sick one day, or uh, like you said, you're you're real busy, you're traveling or whatever. You know, at the end of the day, uh, it's all going to average out. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna bust one nut out a day, or you're gonna feel bad. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I was very under the weather a week or two ago, and I had this, this crazy uh, migraine that just destroyed me for like a week. And at the end of that week, I was like, I came out of this, this fog, this crazy migraine coma, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's been like a week. I'm like Theo now. Holy shit! Strang- yeah, stranger yeah, to my that. dick. Ugh. Theo, can you please, can you please, I'm, I'm being honest, I'm being serious, this is 100% genuine, uh, you don't have to put this in the show if you don't want to, uh, please when we hang up, do jack off your prick, uh, <laughs> and, and get that nut out, and get that come out of your balls, so. I'll see how I go, I got a, I got a job to get to, but you do want to go with a smile on your face. Okay, so, so it's, it's, yeah. it's real early there, right? It's like, it's early yeah, in the morning? It's 9.30. It's 9.30 and you're just now getting to a job. Okay, that's fine. Uh, sounds like you're living the good life over there. Why don't you uh, hop into the shower whenever you get a chance um, and just put that put that left hand up on that glass, okay? Uh, and then just take that right hand and just, uh, just uh, whack yourself off. So that's just my Ooh. tip to you. I hope you do it. Uh, please take me seriously. This is a real issue. Yeah. Self-care. It's all about self-care. Uh Forehead on the glass, closed eyes. Just get lost in the moment. Hey, did you guys see the uh, quick detour? Did you uh, see the most recent Alien uh, movie, Ridley Scott? I have not. No. Uh. <clears throat> does, does somebody beat off in that movie? Well, no, but uh, but I will say there is a shower scene that is unfortunately interrupted uh, by a certain uh, extraterrestrial. So uh, just a little tease uh. out there for anybody who hasn't seen... <laughs> the multi-hundred-million-dollar movie uh, by infamous director Ridley Scott. Um, there may be some fucking in a shower that's interrupted by a horrible monster killing the people uh, in the shower. So just something to think about when you hit that shower oh. later on, Theo. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy a sense of fear while I'm getting into it. <laughs> that's what it's all about, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I like... um. That's what gets me there. Imminent threat. <laughs> uh, it could be a sense of danger. It could be the fear of getting caught. Yeah. It could be any of these things. Um, but but I can't just be can't just be doing it. Yeah. For me, it's big titties. But yeah, for you, it's fear. <laughs> and that's. I mean, I think. Yeah. It's all normal. I 
I have to be I have to be terrified right before I get there. Yeah. Yeah. Fear for my life. Heart rate through the roof. <laughs> cold cold sweats. Um it's it's normal stuff. It's all just normal. Normal beaten off. Yep. That's what I like. It's what I assume it's like for most other people. That's big absolutely. titties, you say. Hmm. Yeah, the the titty, the nipple, the yeah, everything there is great. Well, if you're into the weird stuff, <laughs> uh, oh, but I didn't just out myself. But yeah, I just, like a boob. I like a boob. You know, big tit head. Yeah. Just getting on a just getting on a Google, googling uh, big boob movies. You know. Hey, see, so you know, I, I, um, I clicked the "I'm feeling lucky" button. On Google, if they still have that, uh, and just they uh, do, they do, they do still have it. I okay. really, I really enjoyed um, a an excerpt from a. It was like a Rolling Stone interview with. Um, so there's there's like an Australian uh, boy band, like sort of pop punk group called uh, Five Seconds of Summer. I do not know if you have heard of them. The number, the numeral five SOS, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'm not I'm not familiar with any of their work or anything, but um, but I just saw this excerpt of an interview with them where they were talking about how they they did a songwriting session with um, Chad Kroger of Nickelback. Sure. And they could not help but laugh at um, at the sad picture of a man that Chad Kroger painted to them. Um, they said, you know, they broke for lunch and Chad ordered like a, a salad just covered in chicken tenders and sauce and then complained, oh, I'm such a piece of shit. I eat the same thing every day and it's terrible for me. And then when they were done, um, Chad Kroger asked these young lads, hey, do you guys ever like look at stuff on the Internet? They were like, what do you mean? And it was like, oh, you know, like like sexy girls. So. <laughs> And they said he um, he then punched in "sexy girls dancing" into YouTube. <laughs> Holy shit! And and sat with these guys just watching watching videos of of clothed girls oh dancing God. on YouTube. Yeah, and they were just like, oh, it was just some real some real dad googling like porno video into Google kind of shit. Uh, uh, this reminds me of a story, and I'll tell it quick because I know we're trying to wrap up but the um I, I used to do tech support you know it tech support and i went to this guy's house and he was about 95 years old and did the work and afterwards he kind of like very lecherously comes over and is like do you want to see some photos i have on my computer and just like rifles through no. like <laughs> horrible tiny resolution jpegs of like Women in bikinis and stuff. I'm like, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Whatever's happening now is not going to happen, and I'm just leaving. Um, please anything, do not touch my you, tiny uh, supple body. Anything you had to report? Anything you felt necessary to turn into the authorities? <laughs> no, but I, but I used to work in a computer repair store, and you get them all the time. People just love bringing in their computers full of child porn. So Jesus, good fuck. to good to you guys. You're far more optimistic than than I. Mm. Well, you should have just explained to that old guy that you don't beat off, so you, you can't that's really true. identify that's with true. what he's getting. Problem, problem yeah, it's, solved. It, yeah, it's been a whole week since you uh, got <laughs> that that come out of your balls. Um, <laughs> I don't know what flights are like. Worried. I'm thinking it's like two thousand bucks for me to fly down there and get that nut out, but. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, if we want to crowdfund this bad boy. I mean, we could probably sort yeah. something out of a webcam 
later on. Well, I've got your Skype details, Jesse. <laughs> now, so. I don't know if you yep. can be. I don't know if you can be trusted down there. You're just letting it go for a whole week. You're just building that thing up down there. Just Holy fester. shit! Look, let's um, let's set up a nice dick starter for Theo. And <laughs> get that bad boy sorted out. Oh, I get it. <laughs> All right. Well, before we let you go, Jesse, um, we understand you have a book. You have a book that has come out. I have a real-life book. That's correct. Yes. Real-life physical book called Ask the Old Football Coach. Brilliantly brainless advice from the ghosts of Gridiron Past. Uh, uh, did you want to throw a plug in there for the old, the old book? Yes. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Go on to Amazon. Uh, search my name, Jesse Farrar, or search Ask the Old Football Coach. Or uh, for a limited time, if you go on to the football coaching uh, subcategory on Amazon, you will see me there at number one on the list above oh. luminaries such as, uh, you know, whoever the fuck else writes these things. Uh, I'm up there. Um, so you can you can check them out. It's a funny book. It's a joke book. Um, it's uh, it's not an it's not a con uh, constrained narrative. It's something you can pull up and, and read a page of and say, oh, that's good for a laugh. And then and then close the book and then. You know, going about your day not jacking off for uh, seven days mm. in a row. Uh, so it's 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 really self-contained. It's uh, it was fun to do. I'm really thankful to have the opportunity to uh, to do it and to get my jokes out there. You know, just uh, you know, 300 or so jokes that you could see on my Twitter page for free. But uh, what we've decided to do is to put them in a hardcover book for twenty dollars, um, and so mm. exchange it that way. So uh, go give my publisher some money on Amazon or, or wherever books are sold because it will be in legitimate bookstores, uh, which, as I understand, uh, still are existing as of this recording. So uh, check mm. it out there, wherever wherever books are sold. Yeah, just for, just for a little bit. Yeah, for, for a little while longer. For a little while longer, you're going to be able to go to a mall uh, and mm -hmm. go into a bookstore inside a mall and use your physical money uh, to purchase an item. Uh, and I don't know how much longer that will last, but for the time being, that is the way that our entire world is structured. So please enjoy that while you can. Yeah, go pick yourself up a nice nice debutante dress <laughs> and a book. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All righty. Well, uh, and of course, you can catch Jesse on Your Kickstarter Sucks. Uh, which you can find on SoundCloud and iTunes and all those things that podcasts are on. It's really not that hard to find. Don't ask me to sort it out for you. Of course, I will link to it in the description of the episode and all the other places. But come on. It's not like it's hard to find a podcast. Yeah, so come ask on. me to do all your emotional labor for you. <laughs> Unreasonable. Uh, YKS also has a Patreon, so if you do love the show, as everybody on this show does, and clearly some of our listeners, you can also get a bunch of bonus material on there, uh, just for a couple of bucks a month. Come on, man. The, it's the, like a coffee. It's, it's like a freaking Starbucks freaking coffee, dude. Come on, mm. you know? Come on. Less, less than one of those wild pumpkin spice motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, don't, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. That's right. Even less than that. Uh, and of course, we ourselves have our, our delightful Patreon for our sweet, beautiful, baby-faced angel patrons who support us. 
And you can catch us over there for some bonus episodes too. If you like the show enough that you would like even more of it, feel free to do that. So thanks very much for your time, Jesse. This has turned into a bumper episode. This is twice as long as our normal episodes. Oh, people are going to go freaking wild for it. Uh, And it was a real pleasure speaking with you uh, and not lapsing into my extremely racist uh, accent. So uh, pleased that we were able to make it through the whole show without doing that, except for maybe once uh, earlier on. Uh, But besides that, I think we, we did okay, right? Yeah. Yep. You said uh, you said Maccas, and that's not racist. Oh God! It's just the, it's just the Australian way that we abbreviate uh, absolutely everything. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Um, I was always confused when guys would try and put the old uh, Australian nickname on me when I was in school, uh, because my last name is Law. It is a single syllable. It's three letters long. Uh, and when guys are trying to abbreviate that, they would. Chuck the old, like, lawsy. I can make it <laughs> twice as long. You've, you've doubled the number of letters in the name to, to turn it into a nickname. Doesn't even work. Yeah. But we got to do it. That's what we're nationally destined to do. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, again, thank you very much for your time. We'll let you go now. And everybody go check out YKS and buy a book. Buy a real book. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, I wish you all the best down there with whatever the fuck it is that's going on down there. So uh, thanks, yep. thanks for having me on. Um, and I will, I will catch you uh, the next time that I release a book. And, uh, and I'm sure that will be any day now. So thank you so much. I'm sure it's not time consuming at all to put out a book. <laughs> nope, just, uh, just like that. Yeah. All right, thanks everybody, and we will catch you next week. Cheers, mate.